Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. I'm one, he's to other, and here we are. Hi. How you be? It's Thursday, man. You you, you, you all got the short timers. Let me tell you what he posted over there. I saw. You saw. This is the longest short week of my life, said Don Morgan. Well, it's kind of like the end of the holidays, because the, the last thing you get is a short, this year is a short week. You know, so yeah. that's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I had one of those about a month or so ago. I had one day off. It's like a Monday or something, and the Tuesday through Friday just took forever. I was like, <laughs> is it only Tuesday? It's only Tuesday. Come well, and, and you know, frankly, the Speaker of the House stuff is stretching the week out a little. Well, okay, let's, let's dive into isn't that. It, isn't it really? It's let's just, talk about yes, it. yes. Let's. Okay. Uh, first of all, people aren't really upset that Congress is not screwing up their lives. <laughs> you know? yeah, right. Yeah, they they just, should be. Yeah. Um, right now, people people are getting up, they're going to work, and they're coming home, and they're doing what they do. And this is the biggest fear of D.C., man. Rand Paul told me that one time. He said, the biggest fear of D.C. is that America wakes up and realizes we don't need them. <laughs> well, didn't Donald Trump bring that about? Absolutely. Just, just why Donald Trump ended up being who he was as yeah. president was because of that. They're, and it shook him up, man. They're still up there. Yeah, I mean, they, they don't want the light of day on them. Yeah, and they're, they're, they're carrying on fighting amongst each other. And we're living our lives. We're, we're just moving on. Most people don't even know this is going on. Most people don't. They really don't. And they don't care. No, they don't. They have no idea, man. And, and I, I, I care about <laughs> it. I'm also done with it. And I'll tell you, hey, we talked about it off the air. Yeah, I told you that off the air. I was done. Yeah, we both. Well, it's just like, you know, Couldn't I mean, except it. for like Kat Kamek yesterday, who was I, yeah. my favorite person. I'm not usually into white chicks, but let me tell you something. She was, uh, she was interesting, and we'll talk about her in a little bit. But you know, and I know, they're going to probably try to drag this thing on. I don't know. You, you mentioned they may be taking tomorrow off. Yeah, I don't, we know, don't know. I don't know. They're, if they don't, they're going to drag this thing out until they can do it tomorrow afternoon when the, the least amount of people are watching or paying attention. Uh, we, we know that eventually it's going to end up Kevin McCarthy. Pretty much, right? Yeah. I mean, as far as it, more than likely, it's going to end up being him anyway. There's a good chance. Good chance. All right. I'm with you. I'm glad we got some feisty. We got a feisty little group there that's uh, fighting the man, fighting the establishment. You know, I, 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 but you know what? I don't really have a hard opinion on this yeah. either way. I, I'm really one of, I'm, and I'm not your typical American. I have my noggin in, in the you know, news sure. every day. It's what we do. Right. And I don't have a hard opinion no, on I'm this. Sure, I'm I sure. just don't. Here, here's, let me break it down though for, for people who, sure. who have not been following and don't know it. Let me break it down. Basically, the, the 20 that we know of that have been opposing McCarthy, there are more than that. I'm going to say there might be double that number. Right. But there's those who won't vote against him publicly because they're afraid of repercussions if he becomes Speaker. Which, right. Which, you know, it's, a, it's all likelihood that's what's going to happen. We'll see. Uh, they, he just announced a little while ago, Chip Roy was supposed to be on, and he got called into a meeting because McCarthy just announced a little while ago he's ready to make some concessions. So these 20, are they're making headway. And here's the bottom line. They don't want the country to be bannered again. We were bannered <laughs> once before, and we don't need to be bannered again where you, you put your faith and trust and hope in a guy, and he totally screws you around and gives in to the other side. I, I said yesterday, we need somebody who's going to stand in front of the Biden tank. Yeah. Yeah. That person ain't on the scene. So that's all they're trying to do. What, far, right. What, what Boebert is doing and what Chip Roy is doing and Matt sure. Gates and the others, what they're doing is trying to codify what, what McCarthy says he wants to do, they're trying to codify it in rules so that McCarthy falls apart and gives in, well, the rule kicks in, and, and you right. can't. You they can't need, they, they're trying to get him on, on record, and uh, again, uh, these ideas that become rules, and so he can't, he can't weasel out of it down the road because he is a political careerist. That's and, I, and that's what everybody knows about him. He's a political careerist. There right. was buzz last night that he was talking to democrats about you know hey maybe if you we're, we're gonna talk support me uh you know uh in this thing i'll i'll give you guys some concessions we'll too talk about that in a minute. which is like you know absolutely distasteful oh my god but 
Unbelievable. At the end end of the day, it's you know a lot of political posturing, and uh, which is what they're very good at. And uh, this will all be over one way or the other today or tomorrow, I think. Well, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think that's absolutely right. First of all, this is how our democracy and our system is supposed to work. Yes. People are, like, freaked out because uh, people are following it. Most people aren't following it. They have no right. clue. But people are following it like, oh, my God, you know, screaming about, you need to get in line. You know, you need to. No. The, our guys that founded this country, founded it on principles that said, when you have an idea or you have a principle, you stand up and you go fight for that principle, and you get blood on the walls when you're fighting. Right. That's the whole point. They, the, the, the establishment guys that are afraid of this fight right now that say you know, the 20 need to shut up and get in line, they would have never made it in revolutionary times. Well, they wouldn't they in wouldn't those have. early congresses because they, they uh, it was more akin to what you see in Great Britain in their yes, parliament yes, where they would call each other horrible names fight. and they would get into fights. They, they would sack each other's houses. They would fight, yeah. literally fight. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, it was very, very feisty, and <laughs> yeah. that was the idea. Right, yeah. And now, but, but, that, but, but not attached to that original idea was the idea that politics should ever be a career. Exactly right, too. And so once... Once it became a career they and a way to make a crap load of money. Well, okay, we have a prime we example. Have, this is what we get. We have a prime example. His name is John Cornyn. John Cornyn. Oh, yeah. I knew John before he got into all this right. mess, right? Became Attorney General of Texas and then on to D.C. and all that kind of stuff. Well, he has been there so long. He's mel- He's part of the system now. He's right. melded into the system. He's become one with the system. And it's the whole uniparty cartel, as I call it. He's now one of them, where we need people like the Chip Roys of the world to go in there and say, I'm not standing for that. I'm not, we're not going to do what we've always done. We're going to do it a different way. I got no problem with what they're doing. Oh, I'm kinda, I don't either. I, I'm, I'm like you. I've been, I've been absorbing this all day, every day, and I'm right. done personally absorbing it. I'm to the point where it's like, you know, somebody stuff or, or get off, you know? <laughs> do, it, do it or get off. Do it or move well, on. Well, again, I think they, it's... <laughs> Uh, the, the usual thing is to do it when as few people are paying yeah, attention as possible. Right, that's right. So Nancy Pelosi tweeted about this, and yeah. she said, this is frivolous and disrespectful and unworthy of this institution. It's coming from the woman who tore up the State of the Union address and who was obviously drunk on a number of occasions. She's unworthy of, of this institution. She always has been. Elon tweeted, he said, Kevin McCarthy should be the speaker. We will see, however that works out. Trump said, "Get her done." You know, get yeah. this. He said, "Get it done." And Babert called him out on that. And w- when you when you watch, you know, uh, Fox News, they they've given in to a lot of the left stuff. They're becoming more and more of that these days. When you watch people like that, or you watch the establishment media, or read social media, or whatever, they're all going after these these twenty. And the reason for that is th- these folks have a, they're, they're the remnants of the Tea Party. The Freedom Caucus is the remnants of the Tea Party. They're going after them, trying to snuff out what's left of the Tea Party freedom fighters that we have in this country. Mm. And every time you get the calls too, and I get the calls, and we have gotten them for decades that we've been to a talk radio. We elect these people to go represent us, and they go up there and they don't do anything. That's right. Because what happens is they get there and they say, okay, I want your votes every couple of years and I want your money. Other than that, to the American people, sit down and shut up. That's well, what yeah, they tell I, us. And I think they get uh, sucked into the culture of, yes. well, this is just how things are done. Okay, this is how we get things done. You know, you got to give, you got to wheel and deal. Right. You got to give a little, take a little. It's not the original ethic of, I'm going to go toe to toe with you until you understand what I'm saying or you support me. Now it's. We gotta work a little. So you got your finger right on it. Then they stop becoming ideologically different in any way, shape, or form. You got your finger right on it because when was the last time you saw the Democrats give up on something? They never. fight like hell. They never do. That's exactly right. But the Republicans, they go in there. And they go, well, okay, well, we go along to get along because this you got to compromise. You got to give right. in. You got to do that. Democrats don't compromise. They run over you like a freight train, man. Oh yeah, yeah. They and run the over Republicans you like a are like a codependent girlfriend. Exactly and just right. Like, whatever, whatever makes you happy. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> and this twenty, this. Well, group Argue tonight. Is set, that's right. That's right. And this group of twenty says, "I'm not doing that. We're, we want certain concessions. We want rules in place so that McCarthy cannot do what right. Boehner and Paul Ryan and all the others have done to us. When the when the tank pulls up, instead of standing in front of the tank, they've always run over and well, actually they've jumped in the tank and helped drive. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that would be it. You know, and and uh, so yeah, overall, it's a good thing. 
It's a bit of an evolution, right? Mm-hmm. You, you got some folks who are willing to fight, and we hope they continue doing that. You've got a whole lot of other people who have been cowed into silence, and they'll keep doing that. Uh, so uh, I, I think it's a step forward. I I I, I do want to get it over with, though, at some point and, <laughs> and go on with my existence. <laughs> well, I think that's my, my, my point that I started with this morning. Is that people are going on with their existence? Well, most people are. You're not doing anything different today than you did yesterday or last week right. or two weeks ago or last six months ago. Right. You're doing the same thing. And so am I. So you are. So pff, see what <laughs> carry happens. on. Let's carry on, man. Hope for the best. All right. Stevens Roofing, a big, big supporter of what we do around here. And we love Stevens Roofing. They are great folks over there. They're your local roofing company. Uh, you can trust them to do what's right for your home and for your family. You know, your roof covers your home and your family, so it matters who you hire to replace that roof to do that work for you. And here in San Antonio, we got all kinds of crazy weather that hits us, whether it's the sun baking your roof or the snow sitting up there sometimes, occasionally, or whatever. That's tough. That's tough on roofs, whether it's composition, standing seam metal, or whatever. Stevens Roofing not only has the best fix, they have the best replacement, and they guarantee their work. Uh, it's amazing to see how beautiful their work is and how reliable they are as well. And what I really like about Stevens is they're not going to sell you something that you don't need. That's the bottom line there. 210-785-0994 for Stevens Roofing. AccuWeather, sunny today and tomorrow, 74 and 78. And then cloudy and a little bit of wetness on Saturday, looks like, at about 70. Right now it's 44 KTSA. Good morning. We are working. He's Sean. We're Ware and Rima. I just, you know, I, I, I know she's pro-McCarthy, and we're talking mostly about these 20 folks who are kind of fighting it fighting the man let's call it call it out fighting the swamp fighting it you know fighting uh she's pro mccarthy but man representative uh and she's a new cat kamek out of florida you know let me just say this i i there's something hot about her there was just something hot about that moment and i was watching it with my wife a big old girl from florida man and she starts talking smack and she starts talking about uh uh the democrats with their pop let's see they want us divided. They want us to fight each other. We heard this live. That much has been made clear by the popcorn and blankets and alcohol that is coming up over there. Mm-hmm. And they started booing the crap out of her. And I, I don't know why it was entertaining. I, I, I don't know if it had any value or content. It, would it surprise you if they weren't getting a little messed up in the hallway there uh, doing shots on the sly? You know it. No, You, uh, you yes. know it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's DC. You know they're getting hammered there. Well, and, and Dana and Greg Gutfeld had that conversation. They said, yeah, take them down, put take the Republicans down, lock them in the bar, have an open bar. Nobody pays. <laughs> check your, check your cell paid. phone. Cell phones can't come no in. No cell phones, no leakers. And have a few drinks. And that's how they used to settle those things. Over know? ale. Yes, that's right. I want a beer. Give me a beer. Right, right. So, Sam Adams actually was a brewer. He just kind of sucked at it. You but know they what? drank a lot. They yeah. were heavy drinkers. He got that from his, fathers. Un- from his uncle. Yeah. And, uh, man, what... And, you know, he was one of these, uh, he was a ghostwriter, too. He did all these write, writings about, you know, the king and the right. crown and all that stuff. Kind of a rabble-rouser he was, just a well, little bit. Well, a lot of them were, man. I mean, that's, uh, they were feisty young men. Yes, sir. Uh, and uh, and here like we feisty, are. I like feisty, man. I like feisty. No, I, I do, I'm too. Feisty. So yesterday they had the swearing-in of some of the guys over in the Senate. They can't do that in the House right now. They're all, you know, right. representative-elect, you know, congressperson-elect. <laughs> sure. But over in the Senate, they did the swearing-in. And I don't know if you saw. Did you see Fetterman? No, no, God, I did not. Man, no. I, you know, Google it and watch the video. No. You know, Kamala did the swearing. <laughs> yeah, uh, Fetterman found a suit, but he really needs. <laughs> you know, here's Men's the deal. Man. He really needs to. He really needs to wear the hoodie. That, he does not look good in a suit. It's he when does he look good? He it, doesn't well, look good at all. That's true. Put him in a tux. He's not going to look good. So he did the swearing in, which was awkward. Just the whole thing, and then they did pictures with the family. So there, mm-hmm. there's his wife, who is really the senator. You know, as we all know. Yeah. And the kids came up, and the kids wouldn't even get near him. It was really weird. They were trying to get the kids right up against him. Daddy scares me. It was weird. I don't know. He's he's got his back turned to the family. They're like behind him, lined up next to Kamala. He's got his back turned, and he's he's standing there, kind of wobbling and looking around. And they're trying to get him to look at the camera and smile. And he's like this. He's like, 
Just uh, <laughs> you can't see what I'm doing, but turning his head, raising his eyebrow. It's really it's, so. Anyway, Google it, check it out. Well, the, well, one of the most the most uncomfortable swearing in I've ever seen. Him wow, is weird. Well, his whole journey has been uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, after he started, you know, appearing on TV after the stroke and stuff. So I, I but again, yeah. As we said yesterday, the thing about Democrats, yeah, they're, you, you they're could, it him. could be a you you could have a llama, you could have a a Shetland pony. Uh-huh. As long as it had a D behind it, they full support. You know, they they don't go against each other. Well, that's you know for the most part. He's a product of community organizing that yeah. Barack Obama all brought to the Democrat Party, and that is go out, get the vote, find the vote, and bring it in yourself. Go go right. find it and bring it in. We'll deliver the votes. Um, so off of politics for just a second, we just saw this blurb up here about a self-driving stroller. Oh come on, the the Tesla of strollers. <laughs> it's a self-driving stroller. Oh, come on. Are you so lazy you can't push your child in a stroller? Push the damn stroll, a self-driving stroller? Come on. Are we that lame? Uh, no, I'm serious. Have we gotten that lame? Yeah. I guess we are. Yeah. You, you know. can't even deal with pushing a stroller at no. this point. No. Why? Well, in a sense, I guess you could see that coming. Soon they'll just fly. They'll just hover. They'll put their kids like this little hovering egg that'll just follow you around. You know what it is? It's more of this, um, I'll have my kids as long as they don't inconvenience me. As long as they don't get in the way. Yes! And if they're inconveniencing me, I'm going to slap a tablet in their hand so that they're not making any noise, or I'm going to put them in the self-driving stroller so that I don't have to push them. I mean, if you really don't want to do the work, then don't have them. Just don't have kids. Well, but you know, in the modern pro-life versus pro-choice movement, okay, the, it just sort of happens to you, Trey. Oh, that's true. It's about women's health. It uh, just happens, okay? Oh, God. Especially to poor black women. Yeah. They're just pregnant, okay? <laughs> and and what, are you going to take care of them? You're going to take, take care of my kids? You know, you know? what? Yeah, for, for, you know what? You're right. In the welfare world, for a lot of people, it's just another check. Yeah. Just, just another check. check, and you know, I mean, just another check. So, uh, strollers that push themselves, yeah, sure. I really, you know, soon I, robots will be raising a damn kid. I seriously, <laughs> no, you're right. No, you're right. That is going to happen. But I, I kind of enjoyed that experience of oh, when, when yeah. my kids were little. I enjoyed the whole stroller pushing thing, and then I had to do it again when the kids passed away right. you know we had the two and the the two were very little you right know? right so uh the grandkids and i did it and i loved it i, well, I had yeah, a good time with it the precious moments yes yes you're forming a bond but we're again we're and not to be a bummer but it we're a culture of me 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 and I'm tired of pushing this. <laughs> you can't push a stroller. All right, we'll take a quick break. More wearing rhyme coming up for Amogee Bank here. And Amogee Bank is your family business bank. You know, 2023 is your year. I don't know what you got and what you want to do. You know, maybe it's something with a storefront and you need a little cash to to, to, to make the rent and turn the lights on and pay the phone bill and those kind of things you got to do to start up a company. It's startup costs. Or maybe it's something you're going to do in another room at your house, and you're going to get a business fired up there and get yourself some passive income coming in on the side. A little side hustle is what they call it. Maybe you're going to do that. Or maybe it's something that you plan on. It's going to be your full-time thing. Man, this is where I'm headed in my life, and I'm going to do a family business. Whatever it is, Amogee Bank will work closely with you each and every day. In fact, they will connect you with their expert banker so that you have somebody on the other side of the email that's going to answer you right away. They're going to have solutions to your issues as you're getting started. And then as you stay in your family-run business, you're going to have issues that are going to come up. And it's going to be great and smart to have somebody that you know that you can trust. And that's the big deal over at Amogee. It's about trust. Trusting them to help you do the right thing for success of your family-run business. That's Amogee NA, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Did you hear about the up to $2,000 tax? That's better than getting wearing rhyme on a Saturday night downtown, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's right. That's happened before. Yeah. All right, so here we are. Right. Um, but I have something for you. What's this? I have two somethings for Uh-oh. you. Uh-oh. I think I'm going to start with old Joe. And I don't mean O-L-E, I mean O-L-D, capital D. He might yeah. be an O-L, capital, uh, double D at this point. <laughs> so, he did the thing in Kentucky yeah. yesterday. <laughs> Do you know what's coming? Do you know what's coming? Oh, yes. don't spoil this for me. No, I thought you I was going to spring you this go right on ahead. you. No, no. I, I thought I was spring it on you, man. No, I saw this. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. Okay. So here's Joe uh, talking about all the infrastructure, and I have no idea what else he's talking about. 
I've traveled over 140 countries around the world. Yes. As I was, the, I'll paraphrase the phrase in my own neighborhood. Shepard, Shepard, Shepard. The rest of the countries, the world's not a patch on our genes. If we do what we want to do, we need to do. That's right. The, the, the rest of the country is not a patch on our genes, Paraphrase, baby. I'm a phrase from the neighborhood. <laughs> Everybody else is just a patch in our genes. That, they're not a patch in our genes. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what he means. Sure. They're a patch in our genes, but we're giving them money. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. Do you do you notice that he's sucking on these lozenges? And, yeah. and, and she, his wife, Jill, is handing these to him. Yeah. There's something in those lozenges, man. I'm telling you right now, and I want it. Okay, so <laughs> they're whatever it is, I want those. <laughs> they're edibles. edibles. Right, exactly. <laughs> they're, keeping, to, they're keeping a vibe, man. I can go to Austin for that. <laughs> All right, so the next one, uh, of course, of course, the, the former Pope Benedict, he did pass away. The yes. funeral, I watched it here overnight. It was middle of night, our time. <laughs> he, before he passed away, told Joe not to come to his funeral. Oh, uh, did he? Well, Joe's not a real Catholic. Well, he's not, right. He's a fake Catholic, faux Catholic. And Benedict was pretty uh, yes, he fundamental. Was. Yeah, yes, he, he was. Yeah. He didn't want Joe there. So uh, Joe was asked about that yesterday, and he said, well, it takes a thousand people that when I go, and I would just be disruptive because of a thousand people that come. Oh, we all know that's not yes, true. Yes, right? I heard that, right. So then Corrine was asked about it, and this is what she said. So as the president said in his statement, as I'm sure you saw, he joins Catholics and so many others around the world in mourning the passing of Pope uh, emeritus uh, Benedict. Oh, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 no. wait! Stop, Jimmy! Emeritus. Stop, Jimmy! <laughs> now, emeritus. What is that like? Hemorrhoitis? I think I had that in the Emma, hospital. I had some emeritus. Pope. Okay, I, I need some ointment. Do it again, Jimmy. Pope emeritus. Uh, emeritus. Uh, Pope emeritus. Did he win a Nobel? Uh, emeritus. <laughs> yes, he won a Nobel Prize. And he's a very noble man, and uh, Pope Emeritus. You know, Emeritus, you know, Jen Psaki was a liar, and she was corrupt, but Jen Psaki could do the job. She could speak. Okay. You're supposed to be speaking. This person sucks at her job. Well, what is she supposed to be? Spokesperson. Which she, means you need to speak. Well, you and you need to know how to pronounce certain basic words correctly. That's what and, I'm saying. And and she's she sucks at her gig. But here's the deal. Check this out. So Pete Booty flies his husband to a sporting event <laughs> on a military jet while everybody else is stuck at the airport right. last week. Right. Oh, right, right. So he gets on a military jet and flies over to some foreign country with his husband. Doesn't have to deal with all that crap. He's the transportation secretary. Richard Levine, Levine, yeah. however you want to say it, God. has screwed up health and human services by pushing transgender sex change operations on kids. And then you got Corrine Jean-Pierre. But Joe can't get rid of any of them, can no, he? No, he can't. And Check why? Check off too many boxes. And why? Because they're all gay. They're all gay. <laughs> he can't One's get black and gay. That's right. But One's he, trans and gay. Exactly right. And the other's just gay. So, but you can't. But you can't <laughs> get rid of. Kind of Pete's kind of at the. He's a low man on the totem pole. He really pole, is. He's the if first one to go. Someone's got to go. It's going to be him because he only checks the one box. He's a white male gay. It's right. So, boom, He's a I'm white out. male gay. That's right. But because <laughs> what's what is saving his butt right now right. is the fact that he is gay. Yes, that's it. Yes. Otherwise, if he was just a white male, they would have canned him a long time ago. Get out. Well, of here. yeah, and the thing is, because all three right? of them suck at their jobs. That's it. That's what I'm saying. But it doesn't matter. They got to be there because there's no way that they're going to can can any of them because you know the hell that they would pay. Right. You know what would you happen? You hate black lesbians. There would be every pride flag in the world be marching in front of the White House. Everyone. <laughs> But the very same around. people just gloss right over emeritus, emeritus. and noble, noble peace prize emeritus. They just cruise right by it. They don't know, care. It doesn't matter. You know why? Because she's a black lesbian. She's a black. Plus, look. Let's face it. What's her default? Fact. What's her default argument? Fact. I'm not going to talk about that right now. Oh, she says it all the time. She just won't talk about certain things. She says it all the time. That's she her answer. She sucks at her job, and nobody cares. They don't. And, and Joe can't do anything about it. No, and he can't. I, and I think He's that's hilarious. I think that's sure. hilarious. Because every time you make decisions based on identity like that, not, yeah. on the, not on qualifications, not on competency, but based on who they are, and on mm -hmm. the, it always comes back to bite you right on the ass. Well, you end up with what? Extremely mediocre people. That's what they are.
I love it. They're I just, love it. Well, I mean, kinda, it well, well, in a sense, the, you, the, you call it the, the, an age of stupidity. This is an example of that where ego and sanctimony uh, have overruled uh, whether somebody's competent. The one thing you can say about Trump is that he surrounded himself with the people who were the best at what they did. Well, he had to because yeah. he was not a political creature. No. So he got he, he he you know you had to be really good at what you do to work for him. But let's let's think about the people that have held those positions before. Let's think about Tony Snow. Well, Tony Snow was Tony amazing. Tony Snow. Let's just stop right there. Dana Perino, we could factor in there too. Ari Flesher, I was a fan. Of. Ari Flesher, he did very well. But, but Tony Snow, he set the standard for that podium. Uh, he was the the standard. When you think of that podium and, and that job, that was the well, man I, right there. I think Tony brought it into the. He brought that job into the modern into the modern day. Into no the question digital area, about that. Because he had been a TV guy for years yeah. and a journalist, and, and so he understood. I think he understood the, how the job had changed. Right. But these Because people, you go all the way back to the 70s and 80s, it's not like you... It, it wasn't... When he didn't have a 24-hour news cycle, you, you may or may not have even known who the press secretary was. But when you take what we're talking about here, and the reason these people were hired, let's just say it, the reason they were hired is they checked these boxes. Well, sure. We said it when Corrine was put on that place. Oh, yeah. She was hired because she was a black lesbian. Boom! She checked all the boxes. And it you doesn't know? matter if she's capable or not. But you know how many woke corporations there are in America that have done the exact same thing? Well, and yes. they suck right now, too. Woke is broke, man. It seriously is. Yeah, it is. Disney, look at Disney. And, uh, that's that's the prime <laughs> example. Disney. I mean, Disney. That's the one I was thinking about. Is that uh, Disney has spent all this time hiring all these? You know, they check the boxes, people, mm-hmm. and they're stuck with very mediocre people turning out a very mediocre product, and they don't care because it gets the wackos off their back. Well, and and, and in a sense, you know what I'm saying? well, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and, but the sense that if, look at it this way, and I, this may or may not be intentional on their part. If you look at this administration, in a sense, you see the future of this country. It's exactly right. This because is what the they're schools doing. are churning out people based upon what boxes they check, and that's it. They don't care how good that. Well, okay, here's another example for you. The military. Oh, God. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, fighting men were strong. They were menly <laughs> men, and they were meant to be menly men, and they were meant to go kill people that wanted to kill us. Let's go kill them sure. first. That was the idea. Today, the military is so woke, and I'm not talking about these people out in the field. I'm talking about the leadership in D.C. The military is so woke today that they're going to call our enemy before we attack them. That's exactly what Millie said. I'm going to call the enemy first and let them know. Well, right, and plus what we're hearing, and this has been very disturbing, and you and I have both, I'm sure Jack has too, taken calls from military personnel, giving us a glimpse into what their life is like right now. Horrible. We had a guy call us up, right? Uh, James, I can't remember where he was stationed. I think it was Louisiana. But he said, I go to daily meetings uh, about woke crap and social interaction and what to say and what not to say. So I've been I've been to the range once this month. See, that's the thing. Think about that. Well, Tucker had a had a bit on this last night. It's indoctrination indoctrination. And in the military, they don't have a choice. They don't have a choice in the military. They get indoctrinated because they have to do whatever their CO tells Precisely. them to do. Right, right, right. So they don't have a choice. A they can't tell get, them to go. go. Well, a lot of them are taking up, take, getting out right. earlier than they had planned. So there you go. That's the future of our... Corrine Jean-Pierre is the future of our country. Yeah. And it's Pope uh, Emeritus. <laughs> Emeritus. I got me a case of Emeritus last year. <laughs> you know what you can do? I'd get some ointment. You call my doctor. My doctor give you a shot for your emeritus. I got some emeritus. He'll give you a shot right where it feels good to get rid of your emeritus. It's He'll itching go, me. You'll be able to walk pretty good after he gives you the shot of emeritus. <laughs> emeritus. Uh, emeritus. No, emeritus. Oh, no, no. Bad, bad, bad. Ooh, uh. Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. When you call Quarter Moon, the good guys are on their way to take care of your problem. Whether it is a plumbing problem, and that's always a surprise, right? Oh, man, what happened? I got a leak over here. What is going on? And you look underneath the sink and water spraying everywhere. What do I do? Well, shut the water off. There's a valve right there. Turn it to the right, and it'll shut it off. And then get on the phone to Quarter Moon, and they'll get somebody out to you right away. Trained professionals on staff, service trucks that are fully stocked, ready to take care of your issue. When you've got a plumbing issue, this is the company to call. When you've got a heating and AC issue, call them as well. In fact, right now, this time of year is the time to replace that old AC system because it's the best price you're going to pay anywhere. You're going to pay this time of year with Quarter Moon. You don't want, 
You don't want to re- try to replace it in June, July, or August and pay those prices. Pay the prices of January instead of the summer prices for your new AC system, all right? Quarter Moon Plumbing Heat and AC at 210-651-5899. Hey, guys. I'm Albert Cantu with Rufix. So- Yeah. It's January 5th. It's where and Rima on KTSA. Have you started your Christmas shopping yet? Huh? Have you started your Christmas shopping? For next year? Have you started your Christmas for this year? I haven't even started for this year. Yeah, right now. <laughs> uh, why, why do you ask? <laughs> well, because, you know, it'll be Christmas Day after tomorrow. Before you know it, this year, you and I are going to sit here before you know it and have a conversation about where did 23 go? Oh, oh! You're saying before you know it, it'll before be Christmas again. Before you know right, it, it's right. going to be done, man. Time moves is, is picking up. Man. It's incredible. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it is weird. I'm st- I'm still in July. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> in my mind, it just flies. <laughs> anyway, what day is it? What day is it? It's uh, the fifth of of January. It is the intergalactic day of dialogue. So talk it out. Um, <laughs> Well, it's, it's not a very interesting. That's what they're doing in D.C. They're trying. Yeah, National Bird Day. Hey, all right, I love birds. Check out some birds. I do like birds, man. Get some bird action going yeah. today. Let's go look at some birds. I got the prettiest. Oh, not those. Not that kind of bird, Don. <laughs> God, man, put that away. Yeah, where do you I'm put that? I'm calling HR. What does that mean anyway? Go ahead, turn your mic on and tell us what you just did. <laughs> tell tell all the kitties listening in the cars going to, to school right now what you just did. Oh, I heard bird day. Yeah. So, so you flipped me the... Go ahead. Display the bird. Flip me the, the bird. Double yeah. bird. Right. That was a double bird. It looked like it was coming at me, but it was really going towards you. Oh, I'm not. Well, yeah. one of them, he aimed one at me, one at you. <laughs> yeah. he, one, he was one covering all the bases. One for each of you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Um, National Ellen Day. So if you got an Ellen Lo- in your Love life. on Ellen. Give her a nice big old squeeze. Love it, Ellen. Um, and finally, uh, National Whipped Cream Day. Ah. So slather yourself in some whipped cream. That's right. Oh, the greatest album. The yeah, Herb, Herb Alpert. Alpert the right. greatest album yeah. ever, man. What's that? What? Whipped Cream and Other Delights. That's exactly right. Is that the name of the record? I yeah, the album, man. The right. green cover. And by the way, she's, is she still alive, right? Because I saw something with her last year. She might be, and I have that album. Yeah, yeah, oh, don't yeah. we all? <laughs> I don't. We, we, we keep it. I can't a, name one song from it. but <laughs> We keep it under the ad, uh, the mattress. It uh, wasn't to listen to. Right. It's because of the cover? It yeah, has it was a, pretty, uh, pretty Look at chick on the cover. You've yeah. never seen Herb Alpert whipped cream? No, yeah, I, look, I haven't. Look it up on your phone. Or I've had it. some interesting looking, nights with whipped cream on my own. No, no, no. Hold on. I'm, I'm trying to get to it right now. Show it's like one of the most famous album covers ever. Uh, yeah. I've, I've yeah. never but seen it. It was pretty risque stuff for 1965. Was it 65? It was a little bit later than that, wasn't it? 65. Was it? Oh, here we go. Well, I didn't realize it was even it was that old. Yeah, yeah I, I, I thought it was like 71, but no, I, 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 I trust him when it comes to musical stuff. There you go. <laughs> go ahead take a look <laughs> i can see oh, okay yeah you can see uh, where's the cherry go <laughs> it's on top of her head isn't it yeah, there's a cherry be. on top of her uh, head i believe you know that's actually shaving cream that's shaving that, that cream. is exactly is that right is, really the, whip, exactly the whipped cream right. kept melting under the lights that's so exactly that. right and mm. she's still beautiful lady. Is she? that's what i'm saying yeah. is like last year she did an I interview saw a photo with her and she's still and, gorgeous she's like in her 80s now or something She's like now, now she uh, she gets you know like a big pile of Ben Gay you know, get, get a, big, <laughs> a pile of Ben Gay yeah, icy know hot she may she may have she may be old enough to have emeritus I don't know emeritus she, she might have, have a bad case of emeritus anyway great album. that was also a Herb Alpert album emeritus <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> National Whipped Cream Day. Yeah. What's your favorite thing to put whipped cream on? We should we should do that the rest of the morning. Oh, Go ahead, Ryan. No, What's your yeah. favorite don't, thing? No, to don't put, ask him that. What do you, oh, what do you think? <laughs> I don't know. He's not going to say pumpkin pie. I know what it is. It's pecan pie. Oh, it's been so long. What? Pecan pie? Pecan pie? Uh-huh. Pecan pie? You know what I like at home? What? Over at Easy's, they do these hand-dipped milkshakes. And I like it when they put the whipped cream on top. On I think they top. do it at Frontier, too. They put it on top of the... They, Vanilla they do. shake with whipped cream on top. You get a chocolate shake at Jim's and it's got whipped cream That's on top. That's what I'm talking about, right there. I like whipped cream That's on stuff. Best thing to put it on. Yeah, well, second best thing. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> Herb Albert's album. You really need to check that album out. I think you'd enjoy it. 
Well, uh, we got two minutes to kill, and that's all the days I have. Oh, that's uh, all the that's, days. That's, okay. that's, 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 I was well, waiting, you for waiting for next, something else. Well, the next yeah. day, I was it's waiting for Thursday. Next okay, good. Uh, which is cool. It's a short week, <laughs> yes, it and is. then next week will be the first week when we actually have to work a full week, like regular human beings. Well, when we rewrite the contract, that's not going to be the case. Oh, it's not. Yeah, when we rewrite the contract, it's every Friday is going to be off, or maybe well, every Wednesday. He wants the Johnny Carson hey. schedule. That's exactly hey. right. Johnny Carson is the way we ought to go. You got a contract? No. I said, <laughs> when we get <laughs> one, when we get, yeah. I got no damn contract. <laughs> I got one on me. <laughs> Square on my back. Oh, Lord. All right, quick break. More wear and rhyming coming up. KTSA. The world's not a patch on our jeans. The Ramsey Reality Check is brought to you by... Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Okay, so McCarthy supposedly has given some concessions. He called Chip Roy into a meeting this morning, so on. So we'll just, whatever, we keep doing our thing, which is what we were going to do anyway. <laughs> it's kind of cool, though, that Washington's not screwing with our lives right now. They're messing with each other. That's well, kind of cool. I, I didn't hear you correctly when you said that earlier. It's like, well, that you're right. Yeah. For at least a couple of days, they're not messing us up. That's right. They're dealing with each other. Yes. You and, know? And we're living our lives like we always have. We're, we're just going uh, about our business. Doing our thing. And it has not affected, it hasn't affected us one little bit, has it? No, it really hasn't. The fact they're not in session, they're not in session, has not affected us one And I got to tell you, that scares the spit out of D.C. I was going to say, you know, again, what if everybody wakes up to the idea that this really, we really don't need these people. (laughs) What do they do? Well, I mean, it it, it says something when they're not in session and you feel good about that. Right. Because they're not signing anything to screw up your life or empty your bank account there's mamas right now that are dropping the kids off at the school and then right. be there at three o'clock this afternoon to pick them up waiting in a line none of that's going to change man that, you're going to the doctor later i'm going to meet with some people later on and that's not going to change life goes on and, yeah. and they're going to get this done they're going to stretch this out until the one moment when they figure the least amount of people are going to be paying attention. That's my prediction. You know Tomorrow. what else? Well, and part of part of this uh, maybe maybe is taking the attention off of January 6th. You know, there may oh, be yeah. tomorrow's January 6th. Oh my God, that's so, right. So here's, oh, I didn't so, think about that. So here's the thing. <laughs> no, no, think about this for a minute. Just go go with me in my. This is what rattles right. around in my brain sometimes. Right. Okay. This is this is how my brain is wired sometimes. So tomorrow is the anniversary of January 6th. You know what the networks want to be doing oh, tomorrow. God. You know what they want to be doing. What do yes. they want to be doing? What talking they about you know the insurrection and, and how showing close we it, came and showing it on the, TV over and over right. again. Here's the guys climbing the wall. Yes. Here's here's Buffalo Head Man. You know, Medicine Man. They're walking out with Pelosi's podium. They're gonna they want to show that and and Trump speech, but instead they're gonna be showing this. We think. Well, I'm just saying. This they is how break my, away. Right. This is how my head works. Is that the Republicans? Some of these Republicans are going. You know, if we if we make this last through Friday. Then the networks ain't going to be showing that. We got to let's have some drama on the floor right. Friday, some stuff going on, some fighting and drama, and then the networks ABC won't be showing the insurrection all day. Get that chick from Florida to get into an actual fist fight yes. with somebody, and then nobody's talking about January. So I hadn't seen it from that direct. See, I'll see. Yeah, you're right. They they because I forgot what tomorrow was. That that's how little I think about January sixth, and I think most Americans are with me. Oh yeah, I it never occurred to me. Old oh, tomorrow's the anniversary, January sixth. But you're right. They got to take all the air out of that. Tomorrow. That's exact. Change the narrative, baby. Change the narrative, and I'm I'm good with it. And let's let's focus on McCarthy. Let McCarthy be the focus tomorrow, right. and not the guys climbing the walls and Trump giving the speech and Medicine Man and all that. I stuff. I want to see Baber like draw down on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I was telling you off the air, because I was showing you the pictures of her, right? Yes. All of the six shooters and everything. She's great. She carries. And, oh, yeah. uh, and she got some good weaponry. And so um, they asked her a couple of days ago, are you packing? Because they took down the metal, metal detectors. detectors right. And uh, so they asked her, are you packing? She said, I'm not telling you. <laughs> That's the whole point. It's none of your damn business, whether I'm packing or not. I, I am. I'm I did packing. not think about tomorrow being January 6th. And that's what the networks want to focus on. So they're not, that's okay. Joy right. Reid and, and what's what's the butch-looking, what's her name? <laughs> the butch-looking one, which yeah. one? The View? Uh, oh, no, on MSNBC. Oh, Maydow. Maydow, yeah. Anyway. The butch-looking chick on Maydow. <laughs> 
Trey just said that, man. I just said it again. Well, well you know, she is. She's a little dude-like. We're yeah. about truth here. That's right. Speaking of that, on the on the View yesterday, Ugh. Behar said heterosexual men supports tackle football, and it's a white supremacy deal, and we need to get rid of it. Uh, and then one of the other uh, one of the other no. girls, you know, one of the other girls gets in and says, "My son." Woke up one day and said, I don't need to be doing this because it's going to mess my brain up. Is after he pulled a hamstring. Honey, your hamstring's not connected to the brain. There's two different things. But you know what this is, man? And, and then they, they wrapped it up by saying, uh, go play golf or tennis it's instead of get, playing football. Time to get rid of football. Time to get rid it's of football. It's gladiatorial. It's outdated. So I got it's to dangerous. thinking about this because I don't think about what they say all that much, but I got to thinking about this and, and what they're actually saying. Football, and I can tell you this from inside, I spent 12 years playing. It turns boys into men. Right. It teaches several things. It uh, it teaches real life. It teaches how to take responsibility. It teaches teamwork and all those kind of things. And it teaches discipline. There's honor and there's duty involved in this. There's a brotherhood that it's hard to explain, and I don't expect people who've never played the sport to understand, but it's a real fraternity, even against with those that you compete against. Right, right. You, you well, saw was, it Monday night. We saw night. that on Monday night. That's, yeah, that's absolutely. my point. Yeah. So this is more of the what I call the wussification of men. You know, you got to have the pink sweater and drink the chamomile tea, according to Joy Behar and all the liberals. That's what they want. They don't want real men. They don't want boys to be turned into men. They want boys to be turned into wimps. And they've been doing that in the Democrat liberal side for years, and they want to continue that. And this is an attack on manhood. We got to well, get rid of football. I, I, it's toxic. It's dangerous. Yes. It's White dudes. I, I don't get the racial aspect of it. There's a lot of black dudes in the NFL who are, you know, doing quite well. Right. Right. <laughs> they don't, they well, don't seem to be oppressed to me. What they have always, well, but what they, right, you're right, but what they have always said is a bunch of white owners mm, have a bunch of, yeah, you know, right. still enslaving black men, ah. just like they were in the 1800s. No. Still enslaving black men because they got to well, play on the field on Sundays. But you're right about that whole emasculation of the it's American it male. It really is there. It's, it's, it's underlying a lot of stuff. You see it culturally, you see it when, in the way people look at sports. And if you want to see it with your own eyes, uh, just stroll down Congress Ave uh, yeah. in Austin on any given uh, su- Saturday afternoon, and and see the dudes all the hippie chicks are hanging out with. Man, I I skinny told my, pants wearing, man bun wearing. I was very stinking fortunate. Stinking a patchouli. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, that's right. I I uh, I was very fortunate to play for some really great coaches and, right. over the years. Headed up by head coach Mike Crocker. And then the other great coaches that worked uh, under him, Steve Hammond being one of those guys, I learned so much from those guys, man, about about life and about right. how to be a man. And I'm not talking about misogyny and and being a dominating male and all right. that kind of stuff. But you know the stuff that that we want boys to learn, <laughs> you know, right. the kind of stuff we want them to know. And the left can't stand that. The left, the, number one, they don't want anybody to be disciplined, well, right? But, but, what's what's weird? What's happened to the left in this country because of the obsession with the trans community is that you have an ideology that, at its basis, at its heart, really came out of the feminist movement, which was women can do anything a man can do. Uh, you know, it's a man's world. Got to break through the glass ceiling, all that stuff. And so, for ge- several generations, women have, have been fighting for this sense of equality. Just so in the year 2023, the very same people who can't shut their mouths about toxic masculinity and, you know, white straight men run and own everything, it's come back full circle because, you know what, white straight men now own women. They can be women if they want to be women. They can compete against women in sports if they want to and beat them routinely. And actually, that side of things is now arguing for the for the rights of men over women. So this whole toxic male thing kind of falls apart when you really look at what's going on with the left in this country, which is all about men. And it's all about men's superiority over women. But see, what they do is they take an opportunity, whatever opportunity oh, sure. exists, yeah, right, yeah. to destroy an entire an entire culture. So well, you got of a, course. you got a culture called football. 
That's a culture. Well, it's, in it's, and of it's, it's the football right. is the antithesis of the drag queen culture. That's what I'm talking about. That's yeah. exactly my point yeah. about this whole discussion. Is that they want to make a bunch of effeminate men? That is their plan, and they want to to get rid of the the, the thought of, of discipline and honor and duty and be on time and well, and, yeah. and have somebody. Well, <laughs> well yeah, yeah you, I, agree, I agree. You better be at you better be at the field house before seven a.m. Right. You better be there. You're going to run. You're going to do push-ups and all that other but, crap. But you're right. Look at all the things though that the left targets, in a sense, military. Okay, they want to feminize men in the military. There you go. Sports. They want to feminize men in sports. Okay. Uh, or or get rid of things like football, things that are strictly masculine. They want to do away with or somehow gut from the inside out, and it like was, football. And it was one guy, one guy, right? That's what we're hearing. You know, we we've never seen this before. One guy goes down like this, and now oh, oh, right. we got to get, get rid of it. We got to get rid of Got to get rid of football. Got to get right. rid of it. You know, but they're just taking the opportunity sure. of this to do what they've always wanted to do. Right. So anyway. They want to emasculate men while at the same time, you know, it, it, it taking men's side on a scent. If a man's wearing a dress. They're good with it. If a man's wearing a dress, it's still a man's world. <laughs> Think about that for a second. If men wore dresses on the football field, they'd love football. And you know, that's right. That's right. You know what I say. We live in the age of stupidity. Yes, we're there. River City Oral Surgery, a bunch of great guys and ladies over at River City Oral Surgery to take care of your dental needs. Uh, yeah, full-service dentist and a surgeon, a doctor as well. That's Dr. Mark Havercorn. If you're tired of going through the whole dental experience every time you turn around, you know, when, when you have some work done at the dentist and they immediately take you over to the booking agent to book you for your next appointment, <laughs> it's like, no, I'm, you're done. I don't want to come back anymore. Well, look, what you need to do is consider River City Oral Surgery, if you don't mind me saying so. If you're tired of getting the cavities and then you've got to have a filling, and then the filling fails, so we've got to do a root canal. Now we've got to do a crown, and we've got to do a root canal failed. Now we've got to do it again. Now we've got to do an extraction. If you want to get rid of all that, why don't you consider implants, right? And maybe you just need a couple of implants. Maybe you've got a couple of missing teeth, or maybe you need a whole jaw done or both jaws done. Well, uh, right there at River City Oral Surgery, they can do it all for you. Great prices, by the way. Great people who understand it. Dr. Mark Havercorn is a surgeon with hospital admission privileges. It's all about taking care of you, the patient, at River City Oral Surgery. Give them a call today at 210-778-0002. Sunny today and tomorrow, 74 and 78. Cloudy and some wetness on Saturday and 70. And right now it's 44 KTSA. Well, your morning... 822 KTSA with Ware and Rima. I, I, I'm just seeing this story. And I, I now, correct me if this story's already been out there and I just didn't pick up on it. But, I mean, I, I don't know, because I, I, I got my head in the news every day. I don't, you know, uh, uh, but I just, I haven't really seen anything about this. And I, I could have missed it. Okay. Uh, about this ABC News producer. Uh-huh. Do you know who I'm talking about? Two of them. Uh, Dax uh, Tahera. Now... The the story has ended up being about the fact that he and his wife left their five month old yep. and their toddler in their fancy hotel room. Where was it in D.C. Uh, or New York? Uh, like I said, I'm just kind of seeing this on the fly. New York. Uh, While well, they go to a fancy steakhouse, correct uh, for a night out, mm-hmm. and uh, mother said, "Well, she had to get." Anyway, the story became about that, right? But. They're at the restaurant. He's a 37-year-old man. He's perfectly healthy. Gets up to go to the bathroom. Starts going in the opposite direction. Falls over. Dead of a heart attack. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you know the first thing I think. Uh, you know the first thing I think. I And like I said, Shapiro just uh, published something about this. And again, and then I'm looking at the New York Post. Again... The story now has become about the controversy of them leaving their young children at home, which is pretty screwed up. Because you got to change the narrative. Or, or, I'm sorry, at the hotel room, which is... Yeah. But it is pretty screwed up. Like, I, I can see the controversy. Oh, there. absolutely. But, again, I kept going, wait a minute, he's a 37-year-old guy... Who had nothing no going on. No health problems, and he falls over dead of a heart event, of a cardiac event. Well, then, like a week later, another ABC News producer, female, young... Like 30-some-odd, right. same thing. Pow, she falls over dead. 
Um, so what's going but, on, but, man? We're, but you know, we're not supposed to even talk about it. I guess it. not. You, you know, I haven't heard is, about the story. Oh yeah, no, it's been around for a few days. You're not supposed to talk about this, these things because you know he just just one of those things. You know, it's not a big deal. He just had a, had a heart attack, like a football player the other day on uh, Monday Night Football. Right. Never seen it before, but you know, has nothing to do with anything other than he got hit in the chest. Now guys get hit in the chest every single day in football. They don't die. But you know, that's we're not, we're not supposed to talk about the other side of this. But we need to because it's it's all, it's all around you at this yeah. point. Didn't I send it's you another story you, last night, Jimmy? People falling over, healthy dude, healthy people with with heart with cardiac. Well, I sent you another story last night. What did I send you? You sent me one about the uh, the NFL player. Oh, the Jets the player. Jets. And did you get the video that I sent you? There's a compilation video of basketball yes. and soccer players collapsing in the last yeah, two years. Yeah, this is a good one wow. for you. So, yeah, the it last looks two like years. a highlight reel. There's that many. And, wow, and it's uh, it's football, basketball, soccer, and you know hockey, and all these other. And it, uh, one of them is an official at a basketball game, an official in a striped shirt, and they're standing there, and they just go, pow, fall over dead. It's a compilation of them. Okay, you know what? At this point, though, you're not nuts. If you're if you're starting to go, hey, what's going on here? No, you're we not at all. need to figure out what's going on you're here. You're not nuts at all. You're not you know, at all. Because these are people with no issues. None whatsoever. Who are healthy. Yep. Now, some of them are very young. Some of them, this guy was pushing 40, but still, healthy guy, no problems before. And, it, and the thing is, it's the same phenomenon over and over again, which is they just fall over. And they're young. Yeah, like it's the not, woman in the uh, in the in the uh, was working out uh, a few weeks ago. Correct, saw, uh, you know. correct. It's not like a, a ninety-year-old man got up from having dinner with his granddaughter and goes to walk to the bathroom and he falls over dead. Right, or, or okay, a guy like me who's you know well, whatever who's, you know. These are young, healthy people, football player. Right, you know the healthiest of you don't get any more healthy than that. And so my my problem from 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 the get go on Tuesday morning, and Don will tell you because I came in Tuesday morning lit lit about this. Is that the people who don't even want you considering this, they had the narrative and they were explicitly saying on the media on on Monday night and Tuesday. It started real quick. Right yeah, away. Yeah, they yeah. were saying, don't even talk about the vax. And they would say it explicitly just like that. Don't even talk. It's a rhythm it's, thing. It's, it's nothing right, to do with the right. vax. Well, you don't know that. Right. You don't know. And you don't know that about the ABC producers, two of them, right. like, within a week. You don't know that about all these other basketball players that we see and football players on these videos that are just falling over. Or the guys, J.J. Watt. Okay. I don't expect you to know who he is. Football player in the NFL. Right. The fi- Probably the finest physical specimen in the NFL. Right. No doubt in my mind. Healthy as a, as a horse. He starts having heart arrhythmia. Uh, a few weeks ago, has to take a couple of games off and can't play. He's uh, now he's not in the prime of his career, but he's at a time when he could continue to play. And this year, he said, I, "I'm done. This weekend's his last game. I'm done. I'm out of this. I'm out. I am O U T out." Well, and and the connecting factor is the arrhythmia, right? Which is what we hear over and over again. Which is now I I had arrhythmia. Yes, too. you did. Uh, but that you know I'm not assigning that to the vax. I'm assigning it to 30 years of really bad behavior. <laughs> well, Many different, you know, and, and not you know, just being a genuinely unhealthy guy, right? But um, these are healthy people. These are people who don't have anything prior, uh, and it's always an arrhythmia thing. Mm-hmm. So you have a connecting. If you watch enough House MD, like I do, you you look at the differential. You have a you have a connecting symptom. You have a connecting phenomenon mm-hmm. to every single one of these. It's always an arrhythmia problem, and it's always immediate. They just fall over. Correct. Now they're time and most, time and most time of again. them are dead before they hit the ground. Right. Before they hit the ground, like this guy, the football player on Monday night that everybody watched, he was dead before he hit the ground. They brought him back with a with a you know shock, right? Defibrillator. But that's exactly but, how this whole thing goes. And one thing you net, what's the one? What thing? you saw Monday night is what all these others are doing, right? But what you never hear in any of these stories, it's not in this story that I'm looking at now from the New York Post. It's not in any of these other stories. Is whether or not they were vaxxed. Well, uh, somebody told me today or yesterday that. The, the player from Monday night had been boosted on the 26th. Wow. Right. So I don't know. I, I got to check that out for sure, but that's what I was told. Been boosted on the 26th. The Jets player had been boosted, and a few days later, he's got blood clots. So I don't know. I'm not, I am not saying that. 
What I am saying, though, is you have to be fair and do a thorough investigation. That's why a year ago, whenever Jimmy started here, I started to send the stories to him so he could compile them and hang on to them so we'd have a database of them. Because, look, here's the deal. We don't know, but that's the problem. We don't know. That is the the crux of the problem. And and the more that the asking of those questions are they attempt to they mean the media government they try to shut that down the more you think well there's got to be something to it if they want to shut down so bad well okay so because you know what yeah if they felt they honestly believe that had nothing to do with the vax right they wouldn't give a crap about covering these stories Well, this is the point You, you just nailed it so when you look at what the fbi and now we're finding out the cia and other governmental agencies were doing through twitter and now we're finding out they were doing it with google and facebook as right. well that's this late Twitter dump, they are serious about controlling the narrative, aren't they? They mm-hmm. believe strongly in controlling the narrative, sure. don't they? Oh, yeah. Because they control the narrative that's on Be- media. Beyond legality, yeah. Yeah. They, they control it in media, and they control it on social media, and they're doing that because why? Because they realize that that's where it all starts with. Everything that we do in, in American life starts with what the narrative is, and the narrative comes from the media. So they realized immediately, we got to get out in front of this, we got to control the, the, the narrative on this, and they started that on Tuesday morning. It's like they had it ready to go. You know, when, when somebody's about to die, somebody famous, they do the... the, the they got the, the obit package got, already ready It's to already go. ready yeah. to go, so they right. can throw it on the air immediately. Right. And that's the sense I got from this on Tuesday morning. That they were waiting for some player to have this happen to them as if they knew that it was Seriously. going to happen to someone. Seriously. Seriously. And what do we jump in with immediately? Right. It's an arrhythmia thing. It was the timing of the hit. Or. Which you heard Monday night. I mean, uh, I heard oh, yeah. people saying that Monday night. Immediately they started yeah. saying it. Tuesday morning they had the guys on the TV, the talking heads, that were right. saying that. But just like you're pointing out, if that if that's not part of the, the story then let's change it to something else. Let's just switch the story to, well, they left their kids in the hotel. That's the, the right. that, that becomes That's the, the driving focus. story. I looked it up because uh, I saw it on, and again, I hadn't heard anything about it, about this particular story, so I looked it up real quick, and there's all the stories are concerned about leaving the kids. Yep. Every single one. And I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, that's bad, but he, he just fell over dead of a heart thing. Uh, another person, young, uh, who for whom this happened to, we need to figure this out. Uh-huh. Yeah, we do. Lifestyles Unlimited is your real estate mentoring group. Going to teach you how to invest in real estate and start making money right away by investing in real estate. Now, look, the stock market is crazy. <laughs> you know? It's just nuts. It is controlled by insiders in New York City, and they decide what happens with the stock market from day to day. Drives me absolutely crazy and insane what they're doing up there to control the stock market. Control your own destiny. Control your own future. Invest in real estate, and your friends at Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you how to do that. They have more than 30 years of experience at Lifestyles Unlimited with a great team of educators and mentors. They've been through it all, man, all the different economic cycles, the ups and downs and everything else, and they know what works, and they know what doesn't work, and they're going to teach that to you. Financialfreedomlivestream.com is where you learn this, and the course is regularly 740 uh, that's your financial freedom membership. That's for a year. We're going to give you two years for two ninety seven. So about half off and double the time that you get when you use my name. That's where is your promo code. Learn step by step how to successfully invest in both single family and multifamily properties with Lifestyles Unlimited. Just go to right now. Go to financialfreedomlivestream.com. Financialfreedomlivestream.com. Your promo code is where W A R E. The God Family and Country Radio Show. This show. So you can tell your wife. <laughs> that sounded weird. <laughs> well, we want you to pa- pass the word. We pass want everybody to know. Tell your wife about this. This is where you can find us, right here. We're over here. We're right there. And we're also, we podcast. We, we do podcast. podcast up every day. Those are doing very well. You apparently. know, we broadcast internationally. We people inter- in Germany. Too. Yeah, people, people in Germany. Amsterdam listen. listening. They're high. They have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> All right, so it's 840. It's Ware and Rima, Trey Ware, Sean Rima uh, on KTSA. So um, I had, you don't remember this, but an hour and 41 minutes ago, first question I asked you, you don't remember it. An hour and 41 minutes ago. You don't remember it. You don't. I don't remember. Are you concerned about the new strain of COVID? Oh, right. You did ask me that. And what did you say? Nope. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't nope. know. I'm... I'm... And I, I know it's on. We we have a new variant. I know the numbers are up. The new Omicron. Um, and it's and here's why I asked you if you're concerned because it's vax resistant. It is natural uh, immunity. Resi- it, you know, it just you're going to get it. 
you're just going to get it, is what they're saying. It's at this point where, no, I don't let it occupy my head. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really don't. Um, I, I, there's so many other issues i got to worry about, honestly, yeah. and, sure. and, and just to be realistic, yep. it, you know. But uh, no, I'm I'm COVID out, COVIDed out. I'm <sighs> pandemicked out. Me too. It's I think it's going to be a part of life. I I, I do think that there was there was intentional. No, oh, yeah. Well, let's talk. I, about, nothing about that has changed. Let's talk about that because I think people should be in jail for the rest of their, the rest of their lives. Absolutely right. Of this. Yes, they should yeah. be. And that's what this Congress has better figure out. I, I I believe that Anthony Fauci's one of them. So yeah, absolutely. Anyway, um, so I read a deal yesterday, day before, that seventy percent of Shanghai residents have it tested positive. Seventy percent. Seventy percent. Uh, like fifty-five percent of other major Chinese cities have it. So when Xi lifted his travel restrictions, people hit the door. Man, they went right right to the aeroplanes, and they started flying all over the world, and even to the United States of America. So much so that they had those planes that were flying into Milan, Italy, that were packed full of COVID-positive people. And Milan immediately, this was the end of December, or Italy did, said, you can't come in here without a negative test. You're not allowed off the airplane without a negative test. United States, the following day, did the same thing. On December 29th, we did the same thing. However, we set it to go into effect today. That doesn't make any sense at all. You you sign the order on the 29th, and you're putting it into effect January 5th? It, there's no point to that, because then people get in between in, in that window there. And they have. Ugh. But let me, let me take the point one step further. Yeah. Why are you doing that when the border's wide, stinking open, and it's just walking across the border? Shh. Why are you worried about airplanes when it's just flowing across the border? Trey, he's he's got intentions to go down to the border next week. Okay, he intends to go there. So I'm guessing you racist. Okay, just you know what I'm guessing is is that when you get to the border, (laughs) when you get to the when you get to the Rio Grande. It just for whatever reason you don't get COVID. In it. You just COVID, COVID disappears. jumps off. You. It gets it leaves. Well, the, it, just, it, it washes off, off you in the, in the river. That's what in it the is. The big river. It's that's what, what it, it, it washes that's the COVID what. off you. So, <laughs> so in China, as you can imagine, there's a huge distrust in the medical community in China. No, go, go figure. No. And if you've seen the aerial photographs of people lined up at the hospitals and bodies lined up outside the morgues, it's 2020 all over again, baby. It's nuts happening in China right now. Even so much so that Mike Pompeo, former Secretary of State, went on TV over the weekend and said, Xi's doing it again. He's doing exactly what he did in 2020. And our response is not the same as what Trump did. Trump shut that stuff down immediately because they were putting people on planes and sending them to New York. New York. And he was called a racist. Yeah. We do the same thing after t- uh, Italy does it, and we don't, ins- we don't put it into motion for five freaking days? Yeah, for today. It, it goes into, well, it's longer than that, because they, seven they, days. they signed it on the 29th, oh, and it yeah, goes into yeah. effect today, which you is know. just stupid. And China's putting people on airplanes to yes. fly into our country. And people are dying all over China again, and you got the bodies piling up at the morgues again, you got the, you know, all that stuff. So what China is, is looking at right now, and it's, this is going to sound so weird, man, but it's true. John Hayward, you know my friend John Hayward's oh, yeah, on yeah. the show on Wednesdays? Yeah. China, this is what he wrote, China experiments with spreading vaccines through mosquitoes. I saw that. Did you see this? So they have a huge distrust, so people are not taking the vaccines. Well, I wonder why. People are dropping dead right after they get the vaccine. So people aren't taking the vaccine in China. So what do we do? We say, hey, let's put the vaccine in mosquitoes. Yeah, I saw that. That's in, in, insidious. So this story is wild, man. When you start reading <laughs> it, it's multi-pages story right. that John Hayward did the investigation in. They actually did this successfully in Japan. <laughs> Japan has already <laughs> done this, wow. yes. Using mosquitoes to fly as tiny uh, vaccinations, not new in 2010. Chinese or Japanese researchers genetically engineered mosquitoes that would inject vaccines into humans through tiny drops of saliva in the mosquito. God. I know this sounds really weird. Anyway, uh, the project focused on using a breed of malaria mosquito to dispense vaccinations against a parasitic disease. They dispatched clouds of pet mosquitoes. 
which and then pronounce themselves successful with the rate of vaccine uh, translation, they become flying syringes. <laughs> so what they're doing in China That's right weird, now is they're man. putting the COVID vaccine in these uh, mosquitoes, right? And having subjects stick their arm. You've seen that whole deal, like the off commercial where they stick their arm sure. in the box yeah. full of mosquitoes, sticking their arm in there so the mosquitoes will bite them, and they're getting welts and all that kind of stuff and blisters from the covid but they're getting the the vaccine from mosquitoes now that's creepy man means you could be getting vaccinated and not even know that's it then that's the point so if they can vaccinate you then let's get really weird here if they can vaccinate you and you don't know what else could they do to you you don't know control your mind (laughs) man control your thoughts (laughs) i tell you i think they're reading our minds somehow already By the way, the algorithms shift on your on your social media. I'm crazy? telling you, man. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I think they can already read our thoughts. What am I thinking right now, Mark? <laughs> Pick up your phone and see if there's an off commercial on your phone. Well, you know, oh, I'm just saying the stuff starts appearing spr- immediately. <laughs> you ever see crap that shows up that you were just thinking about? Yeah. I'm sure you have. I do. I do, too. And people. <laughs> and people, you know, it's I was weird, just man. thinking about her, and there she is. They're already reading our moods. <laughs> I don't know. When I read that, and John Hayward, you know, he's not a flake. No, so he's not, not coming he's up very with a flake. Yes, yes, very realistic, reasonable guy. All right, uh, last segment's coming up. Where in Rima next? KTSA. I hear people say it all the time. 